Adu reflected on how he managed to settle into life so quickly in England. When I signed for Arsenal, I was really looking forward to coming here, he said. Not only to play for the club, I was also excited about living in the country and studying English, and I think that's important. I have seen some Brazilian players who've gone to France or to Italy, but they don't feel good there because they don't want to live there. They just want to play football and then leave. But I really want to live and settle here, so I think that has helped me. Also, it's good that Arsenal is in London because everything is here. If you mention London to Brazilian, they will tell you it's unbelievable. There are also some nice Brazilian restaurants in London too. From Arsenal Audible, my name is Nathan Phillips, and this is the fourth installment of the Invincible series by Jonathan Rogers for Arsenal.com. In this series, Jonathan is looking back at the Invincible season 20 years ago, week by week, going through the matches played, comments from the managers, players, looking at what's happening across the club, the culture, and the world as the Invincibles are marching on in their perfect season. This week, Arsenal play Portsmouth, and we get to hear from Arsene Wenger as international break has just ended and the Champions League is about to kick off. A fortnight before, we came from behind to beat Manchester City and remained top of the table going into an international break, but our winning streak was about to come to an end thanks to an old foe. Having claimed 12 points from our opening four games, the season paused for an international break at the start of September 2003 as we awaited the visit of newly promoted Portsmouth, who had remained unbeaten so far in this campaign. With a large quantity of his team jetting off around the globe, Arsene Wenger fielded Martin Keown, Dennis Bergkamp, Ray Parler, Edu, and Gail Clichy in a reserve team game against Tottenham Hotspur to keep them match fit, which ended in a 4-0 success against our North London rivals. Despite being the newly crowned manager of the month, Wenger was not too happy with the scheduling of the internationals. Quote, When we have about 10 players away with their countries, it is a disturbance to our routine, he wrote in his program notes for the Portsmouth game. After the midweek games, the players return to us on Thursday. They can arrive at any time on that day, depending on where they played the night before. It's too short a time to focus, too short a time to recover, and there's no time at all if a player has a minor knock. I think it's unfair to the clubs to have such a short time with the players after international matches because it's the clubs who pay the wages and prepare the players, and we have just as much at stake as any of the national teams. Because of the time difference, a South American international doesn't play Wednesday night. By the time the game finishes, it's 7 or 8 o'clock on Thursday morning, and then he's supposed to play Saturday football? It's impossible, and it's why Gilberto cannot play today. Gilberto's replacement was compatriot Edu, who reflected on how he managed to settle so quickly into life in England. When I signed for Arsenal, I was really looking forward to coming here, he said. Not only to play for the club, I was also excited about living in the country and studying English. I think that's important. I have seen some Brazilian players who have gone to France or to Italy, but they don't feel good there because they don't want to live there. They just want to play football and then leave. But I really want to live and settle here. So I think that has helped me. Also, it's good that Arsenal's in London because everything is here. If you mention London to a Brazilian, they'll tell you it's unbelievable. There are also some very nice Brazilian restaurants in London, too. On the pitch this week, September 13th, a Saturday, Arsenal play Portsmouth. And with our Champions League opener against Inter Milan the following week, Wenger opted to rest Freddie Junberg and Sylvan Viltord after their international exploits. Many had labeled Portsmouth as prime candidates for relegation, but they showed that they could play their way to safety. The game started in a lively manner with Teddy Sheringham attracting the attention of Sol Campbell and Colo Torre, as well as the hybrid crowd. 
and the former Tottenham striker responded by hitting the game's first goal in the 26th minute, following a cross from Steve Stone. Pompey's other frontman, Yakubu, was a constant menace for our back four, and could have put his team in front a few minutes previously had he shot either side of Jens Lehmann when put through by Nigel Kashi, but he buried his shot into the arms of our German keeper. We then came to life, and with five minutes remaining in the first half, Robert Pires was sent galloping into the box, only to be felled by the outstretched leg of Dejan Stefanovic. Thierry Henry tucked away the penalty, but was reforced to retake his spot kick after the referee spotted players encroaching into the box. The Frenchman netted the retake, too, to send the teams into the interval level. In the second half, Wenger introduced Jumberg and Viltord as he looked to take the three points that would solidify his team's presence at the top of the table. Harry Redknapp's team, however, showed resolve and defied the critics by holding out for the draw. Their quality was not lost on Wenger, who said post-match, Portsmouth impressed me. They have good players, they fight for every ball, and they are hungry. Newly promoted teams are like that early in the season, and they certainly have enough technical ability to stay at this level. Our starting 11 for this game was Lehman, Lauren, Torrey, Campbell, Cole, Parler, Adu, Vieira, and Pires, and Bergkamp and Henri up top. Yunberg and Viltord were the only subs used, and the subs not used were Stack, Keown, and Aladir. The Guardian had this to say. Arsenal's labored performance was probably not helped by the fact that 9 of the 13 players they'd used had been on international duty. But Pompey also had a fair number away last week. The Daily Star said, Arsenal dropped their first points of the season as Wenger, the master of squad rotation, ditched his settled side. And the Daily Express said, this was the contest between the master tactician, the smooth Gallic operator with a razor-sharp mind and encyclopedic knowledge of his game, and the bodger, the streetwise wheeler-dealer, the fast-on-his-feet, crafty old fixture. Also this week, our financial report for the previous year was released, with the headlines being a record turnover of £107.8 million, while operating profits before player trading and exceptional items hitting another high of £25.3 million. In what would prove to be a fantastic piece of business, 16-year-old Cesc Fabregas joined the club from Barcelona. He had previously won the Player of the Tournament and Golden Boot at the FIFA U-17 World Championship. Our Champions League campaign got off to the worst possible start as Inter Milan ran out 3-0 victors at Highbury, while Julio Cruz, Andy Vandermade, and Obafemi Martins netting in the first half, with Henri also missing a penalty. Across the UK, Are You Ready to Love by Elton John was the top of the 40. Permission to Land by The Darkness was the number one album, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl was enjoying its fourth week at number one. And having already had eggs, golf balls, and insults hurled at him by passerbys in the first 10 days of his 44-day starvation stunt, illusionist David Blaine had his Perspex cage attacked by protesters who tried to cut his water supply outside Tower Bridge. Country music legend Johnny Cash died aged 71 due to complications from diabetes. Over 1,000 people would attend his funeral in Tennessee. And Channel 4 moves game show Countdown from 4.15 p.m. to 3.15 p.m., something that leads to questions being asked in Parliament and the launch of petitions to have it rescheduled back to its old slot. This has been a recording by Arsenal Audible. Thank you for listening along.